Good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Happy to have you along with us today. The London Public Library has canceled a number of scheduled programs over the next few weeks as it works to restore online services. Word broke last week there was a cyber incident at the library that had impacted their website, Wi-Fi, email, and some other digital resources amongst some other areas. Phone service was restored over the weekend, but the website remains down this morning. The library has called it a cyber incident. They've stopped short of calling it a cyber attack. It certainly looks like that's what this is, though, especially when you consider the Toronto Public Library recently was the victim of a cyber attack. Uh, Carmi Levy is a London-based tech analyst, joins us now to talk about this. Carmi, I appreciate the time today. Great to be here. Thanks for having me, Devin. It certainly does seem like a cyber attack, doesn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. You, you, you cannot minimize this. Uh, you know, they're calling it an event, but it really is a cyber attack. It has all the earmarks, uh, the signatures of a ransomware attack. It's playing out as so many attacks like this one have played out before. Toronto Public Library, uh, likely the most recent and most familiar, but, you know, we've seen uh, just this constant parade of them. You know, Blue Water Medical, uh, Loblaws, Boeing, Shimano, uh, Japan Space Agency, uh, Canadian Government Relocation Services, you name it, they all have exactly the same roadmap. A uh, whole bunch of services go down, they call it a cyber event, or they, they, they call it a major system outage, and then a day or two later it becomes a cyber event or a cyber attack. Eventually they confirm, they confirm it's ransomware. Uh, this is just normal. And as soon as it, as we, I first heard major system outage, my first thought was, oh, here we go again, it's another ransomware attack. And sure enough, that is likely what it is. Um, there's literally nothing else that it can be. Why don't they just mention it, do you think? Is it for legal reasons? Like, why not just, I mean, because that's what everyone, when I saw this, not even knowing the story, I thought, well, it must be a cyber attack. And then you, when you re- read a little bit more, it's, it had all the hallmarks of it, as you just kind of described. I think part of it is fear, because this isn't, you know, just where something breaks and then you pick up the pieces and move on. You're still dealing with a malevolent actor, a group of hackers, cyber criminals, who uh, have reached out to you, obviously done something to freeze your systems, your data, um, and you are living under their threat. Uh, And so the last thing you want to do is share anything publicly that would provoke them even more. Uh, And that seems to be the the way the psychology of these events play out. Uh, Victims tend to hold things fairly close to their vest until they have a chance to figure out what's going on, to alert authorities, to get their resources in place, and figure out a game plan going forward. So uh, I think that's just normal. Um, and I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, Don't share publicly uh, until you know exactly what you have to share. Uh, and that sometimes takes a little bit of time. But of course, once you are able to share, then you, you want to be as, as upfront and as transparent as possible. Because, uh, you know, unlike a lot of organizations, uh, the Toronto, uh, London Public Library, like the Toronto Public Library before it, They've got a lot of stakeholders uh, in the public space. There are a lot of people who rely on those services, and they need to know one way or the other uh, whether those services are going to be available uh, and how they should continue to interact with this organization during this period of crisis. How concerned should other organizations be? You know, the Toronto Public Library, maybe even London Public Library might have some shared services or they would have some shared services with other organizations within, you know, their respective uh, cities. What could this mean for other organizations in London or the region? It has a huge impact. And in fact, we really need to be paying attention to these shared service providers because 
in many cases, they are the route through which cyber criminals arrive in a particular system. Um, you know, so, for example, in the Blue Water Medical um, uh, uh, event, uh, that was a shared services provider that a number of hospitals within the system were using uh, that was attacked. And that commonality allowed uh, the attackers to gain access to data across multiple hospitals. Um, same thing with the Canadian government, with that moving company, they were using shared services as well. And it's a way of saving money uh, in, you know, in, in IT. A lot of companies, IT isn't what they do. So rather than hiring people and figuring out how to do it themselves, they'll hire a contractor. They'll hire a specialist that does that on behalf of many other clients. And that is very convenient. It's, it allows you to get stuff done better, faster, more cost effectively. But it means that you're vulnerable if you didn't do your homework and double check that this company that you're signing up with is in fact qualified. You wouldn't bring your car to a mechanic who does business under a tree. You, you bring your car to a mechanic who's qualified. We should be doing the same thing with IT shared service providers, double checking that they are in fact all they say they are, that they are as secure as they can be, because when they're vulnerable, we're vulnerable. When we uh, talked uh, about, you joined us a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the Blue Water Health uh, sort of situation, they mm -hmm. uh, did not pay the ransomware at that time. Toronto Public Library did not pay ransomware. If this is ransomware, should London Public Library pay the ransom? No, uh, and the best practice is always never pay the ransom. It might seem like the thing to do because, oh, I'll just pay the money to the criminals and then they will send me a decryption key and magically I can unlock everything. But the problem here, Devin, is that we are dealing with criminals. There's no honor among thieves. And so you can pay them the money and then they can take the money and run. And there's no guarantee that they will, in fact, give you what they promised to give you, which is the means to unlock your data and continue on with your life. Uh, and, and, and even if they do, the problem here is that you are now identified as being willing to pay a ransom, which, according to the FBI, significantly increases your likelihood of being attacked with ransomware again and again and again. And the data bears that out. Uh, companies that pay ransom or organizations that pay ransoms uh, are much more likely to be targeted in future. So uh, the guidance is always never pay the ransom, even if it seems counterintuitive to do so. The problem here is, is that then recovery from such an attack where you literally have to rebuild your systems. You have to uh, you know, go into your backups. You have to restore. Um, you have to bring your systems up bit by bit while under still the constant threat of attack from those original attackers. Uh, that can take days, weeks, or months. And that's why we're hearing that many of the services that were affected by this outage will not be back online until the new year. It's why the Toronto Public Library, despite the fact that it was attacked initially in October, many of its systems are still down and won't be going live until January, if not later. Should we expect more of this in 2024? I wish I could say we shouldn't, but no, uh, this is our normal. Uh, and in fact, take a look at the organizations that you uh, interact with, whether they're public service organizations like libraries uh, or healthcare institutions or private companies, uh, you know, banks, insurance companies, payment processors, retailers, uh, you name it. It's not a matter of, uh, of if uh, an organization is targeted for a ransomware attack. It's a matter of when. Uh, and so you as a, as, you know, as a customer, as, as a, you know, being on the receiving end of this, you got to be ready for it. Uh, and you really should be kind of aware of who you're sharing information with under what circumstances, because at some point it is going to be exposed in an attack like this. It's only a matter of time. 
Carmi, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Devin. Thank you. That's Carmi Levy, a London-based tech analyst uh, with uh, some uh, really good insight on this. We need to pause. When we return, we'll have more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.